I'm coming in hot. Welcome to Living Off the Land, the All Things Cleveland podcast, with your hosts, Jordan, Jimmy, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. Yeah, coming in hot. Coming in hot. Just like the fajita. Like the fajita. I write what I live. Write what I live. My life in the speaker. I'm nice with the flow. Nice with the all right, hey everybody, welcome back, welcome into LOTL, this is episode 74, uh, I'm Dan here with Jordan and Jimmy, uh, we're all here, uh, thanks for listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud, you can follow us on social media, at the LOTL Podcast, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and uh, we are the All Things Cleveland Podcast, so uh, like I said, Jordan, Jimmy, here with me tonight. What's up, boys? How we doing? Hey, we are spooky tonight. Are we? Hey, yeah. Jordan. We so, are uh, sipping on some spooky stuff. We'll talk about that in a minute, and yeah. we're also going to learn a little about a, a little history about some spooky town Ooh. stuff in Cleveland. So. I, okay. Things cool. are spooky. All right. Well, it's. And uh, I was trying the, to see if I could break the record for how many times the word spooky. Well, for those who are trying to guess that we're drinking spooky tooth, you'd be wrong. <laughs> wrong, not. Ooh, what is it? But we'll get into that. Uh, like I said, thanks for checking us out. Um, you can follow us, like I said, at the LOTL Podcast. Check out our website, lotlpodcast.com, where we now have embedded links to all of our episodes on our website under the episodes tab. Uh, we've got an article from Steve uh, previewing the NFL as we've gotten gotten underway here in the NFL season. Uh, he's also working on an MLB playoff piece uh, that we're hopefully going to be um, putting up on the website this week. So Steve's going to go through the uh, the pennant races right now as the regular season's wrapping up and as we look forward to the playoffs and he'll give us predictions uh once the playoff brackets are set. Yo, I got to jump in real quick and just say you probably should check out the NFL piece because he has some hot takes. Yeah, and it's, some, inter- uh, it's interesting too because Some he- bold with a capital B takes on yeah, what, he- how he thinks the NFL season is going to end this year. Yeah, well, oh. it, with all the craziness that's happened already with all the Antonio Brown nonsense and stuff. like <laughs> He's like, well, I got to change my predictions. So, But he's holding strong. We're not going to let him change his predictions because once they're can't do that. once they're on the website they're set in stone you can't go back you change it you bring a curse on yourself you know once it's on the internet it's it's, it's out there, there. the it's internet there. will curse you it's there i just realized too by the way guys i need to throw this in why when you're listening to this it's going to be friday the 13th Ooh. and even worse even worse it's Spooky. a full moon it's a full moon, full moon and friday the 13th yep. all right uh-huh. i'm not leaving my apartment tonight. no i know that's Sounds what i'm saying <laughs> like it's gonna be a little scurry out there guys yeah, a little watch scurred. out watch you out scurred. do your crosses you know wear your rabbit's feet Ooh, or whatever and guess where do. i will be tomorrow in a haunted in house you want no. a haunted house Closest thing to a haunted house, uh, Athens, Ohio. Wait, what? It's not even scary. It is, though. Why is it? Oh, my God, it is. That's actually a perfect place to spend. No, 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 no. no. I'm saying it's not even, like, like if it was Halloween, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to Athens. Like, Halloween. Wait, is Athens haunted or something? Yes. No, Halloween. Oh, I didn't know. But I'm saying, like, no, I don't know the history, but I'm saying, like, OU is like has like the biggest Halloween parties like in the country. Oh yeah, sure. well, yeah, yeah. The I mean, biggest, but big party school. 
Well, I mean, we're going to be talking not, about... It's like BG. There's nothing around OU in Athens, so it's except like... Except sh- abandoned insane asylum, well, it's like, so it's that's like, a perfect place to like, go. It's like, whatever. We have, oh, a, cemetery, we have cool. a cemetery on campus. There's, I'm saying, like... There's five cemeteries surrounding OU. That wow. forms the shape of a pentagram. Look it no up. Way. I swear to I'm God. looking it up right Look now. it up. Yeah, it's, but you don't have one actually on campus. But anyway, anyone, anyway... Uh, no, I'm saying it's it, BG and Athens are similar with the Scaries because it's like children of the corn. Like, it's just cornfields okay. all around. I'm going to say look up OU history compared to BG. It blows BG out of the water. All right, Ooh, well, you fight, know what? Fight, no, fight. Well, We weren't national. Uh, uh, BG, BG was uh, nationally ranked as one of the top party schools in the country, so let's calm down. Is that there. true? Yes. I thought, look up, look I thought up, OU Look up uh, the list put out by Playboy magazine. Oh. Hey, BG also has Big, the uh, highest ranking. That's not true. That's Big. BS. <laughs> you know Playboy. exactly that's what I'm going to say. That's BS. There's nothing else to do there, Dan. That's BS. <laughs> Big we'll Playboy keep, uh, aficionado over there. We'll keep it PG. No, no, no. No, no. Big fan no of I just I just needed I just needed stats to look up for an article in marketing class one year about uh the STDs and yeah. BG. No, 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 no. <laughs> No, sorry, ah, sorry. Sky exponentially. Uh, where are all my soundbite buttons? Nope, 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 nope. All right, uh, let's let's get this. Uh, okay, uh, let's get this train back on. I don't know what happened there, but apparently me and Jimmy are have it's some mashin going on. Right Halloween herpes, just the perfect combo. Mashin. You know what? Whatever. Moving on. Yeah, whatever. Moving on. <laughs> well, anyway, so uh, I don't know what the heck we were talking about, but uh, we were talking about the website. Talking about uh, Friday the 13th. That's what we were Friday the 13th, which speaking of Friday the tur- thir- Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. Uh, Jordan, what are we sipping on that's a little spooky? <sighs> it's a little early for spooky season, but they're all out now. Uh, we are sipping on Franklin Castle. By uh, I said Madison Brewery, Market Garden Brewery. I've never. There's no such thing to my knowledge as Madison Brewery. Maybe. Sorry, Madison. It's Brewery. not here. It is maybe you're in like Wisconsin. I don't know. Uh, we're we're sipping on Franklin Castle by Market Garden Brewery. It's a seasonal. It is a pumpkin ale, so it's very much a great thing to be sipping on right now as the weather's changing a bit and we have fall just around the corner. Uh, this is named after the infamous Franklin Castle, which is a Victorian-style mansion that's in Ohio City. In Cleveland! In Cleveland. It's, uh, I'm going to just read their description real quick. This tasty ale is mashed with whole pumpkin, then spiced in the kettle, ooh, a witch's kettle, with cinnamon, ginger, vanilla beans, and oh, yeah. something called muscovado sugar. Never heard of that before. Um, so I wanted to touch on this real quick. Franklin Castle, I'm sure most of our listeners know what it is, but uh, it's a, a cent- It's basically a well-known historical mansion, Victorian style, and it is haunted by a lot of people. Well, a lot of people say it's haunted. Um, there were some weird things that happened with some people that died, uh, and then like a lot of like let's see, children's death, and some mother died there, like some of the early owners. I'm reading here too that in the 70s a family owned it and they said that there was too many uh, ghost things that were going on so they actually had ghost hunting groups come in. Now this was in the peak of the ghost hysteria of the 70s so I, you know you have to take that with a grain of salt. Um, it passed hands throughout the years uh, but a weird this is this is probably the weirdest thing that <laughs> I read about this. 
In 2004, Franklin Castle was rumored to be renovated and turned into a club, like some sort of like club. Ridiculous. And in 2006, I guess the entire club was proven to be a, a scam. They had never done any repairs or improvements to the house. And the pictures that they had on the website promoting the upcoming club were fakes or uh, close-ups of individual architecture that were not hiding the Oh, scene. my gosh. Yeah. Get, no, no, you ready? <clears throat> Just when it can't get any weirder. Around this time, they also, when they investigated the building, they actually found that there was evidence that the castle had been used to shoot pornography during that time. Oy. So it. there was some sort of weird pornography scam going on. Um, so, yeah, you got ghosts, you got some weird things going down, weird deaths, all kinds of stuff with uh, Franklin Castle. And it was featured in 2016 on Paranormal Lockdown, which is a reality TV series, uh, season one, episode three. All the ghosts. Uh, it is currently owned by someone by the name of, Ch I think it's pronounced Chiara Donna. Um, and she purchased it in 2011 for $260,000. And there hasn't been much new sense on what she's going to do with it. It's weird that, like, somebody actually owns that. Yeah, you figure, yeah. You think, like, the city would own it or something. And That's what I always like, thought. Like, turn it into, like, a tourist So attraction. since, well, right, that would make a lot of sense. But since it is on the National Register of Historic Places, I don't think you can ever tear it down. No. No, they right. So, yeah. I actually, I actually heard that there uh, was plan. There was plans for whatever reason I don't know, but plans to renovate it somehow. I mean, if you ask me, the smart thing would to do is get a group of investors, completely renovate it, but you know, keeping it looking like the right. uh, you know Rustic. from the time, mm -hmm. and then turn it into like a hotel, and you 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 you're you know a nice cute little hotel but you can also sell it as hey it's haunted you know people love that stuff oh yeah they'll so eat it up. I, that's what i would do that's just my two cents i think that's what they should do it you know i think that'd be a great idea i mean but i think they do tours and stuff there already right i don't know if anyone's doing anything Ghost with paranormal right tours well sure. maybe they get permission from the owner that lady or something yeah maybe i don't know i have no idea though but um yeah oh one more fun fact four stories and 20 rooms and 80 windows. 20 rooms? Yeah, 20 It's that rooms. big? It's huge. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a big house. I've seen it from the outside. I've never been inside. Yeah, so that's what no. I mean. Make it that, goes, a, make that like, a hotel. Oh, it's really far yeah, back. make that like yeah. a little bed and breakfast hotel. You can even, it, it almost looks like one of those like San Francisco houses. Yeah, it's yeah. Real yeah, narrow, yeah, okay. but it, like it's, yeah. Way back. You said yeah. four stories. <clears throat> I wonder what the basement looks like. Oh, man. I couldn't imagine. It's creepy. I'm not going to lie. I would love to go with a group. Not do the whole haunted stay all night thing, but just like just to investigate, just explore it for like a couple hours. Speaking of the asylum thing I was talking about earlier, I've been inside there. That, I don't know if you've ever seen pictures of it. It's like in one of the more Castle? beautiful things I've ever seen. Huh? No, the one down in Athens. Oh, in Athens. In Athens. And yeah. when I went there, it, they turned it into an art museum on the first and second floor, and then oh. there's four floors. And they tell you, you can use the elevator to go to the second floor because we can't deny you access for a handicap, right. you know, things like that. But please don't go to the third or fourth floor. So naturally, I went to the third of and course, fourth floor. Yeah. Just picture like open <laughs> elevator doors opening, and think of a horror movie. You see cobwebs, just yeah, yeah, pitch yeah. black, everything, and it's like original state, pitch black. That's what it was. Oh. I walked maybe ten feet out. I was like, nope, this isn't for me. I'm gonna get murdered. <laughs> no. Yeah, <laughs> this no, is American yeah. horror story waiting to happen. Yeah, yeah. So or I gotta get, imagine that's or what it looks get like. Get possessed, or so you gotta watch out, man. You gotta be careful with that stuff. Yeah, so anyway, that was uh, 
That's the beer we're drinking. Yeah. Uh, Franklin um, Castle from Market Garden. Real quick, are we fans of it? I like it. Yeah. It's not bad. So I don't uh, think it, I don't. I'll be honest. Sorry, Market Garden, but I don't think it has anything on a, a spooky tooth. Well, so it's a, so actually it's uh, well. They're technically different styles. Yeah, they're I technically think, yeah. different beers, but it's like, you know, last week we had Old Zom, which mm-hmm. was. Literally That's a direct October comparison Fest. to like Fathead right. Zufa or uh, Great Lakes Oktoberfest. Yeah. Um, this is what's called a pumpkin spice ale, where uh, Spooky, Spooky Tooth, Tooth is an imperial pumpkin ale. Is that I don't know. Yeah. yeah I, don't, imperial I don't know what the difference ale. is, but. So I assume since it's nine <laughs> percent for Spooky Tooth versus seven percent for Franklin Castle, I assume that there's some drastic difference in how they make it yeah how well it, I, I would i would definitely just starting off and would say yeah. that spooky tooth is much sweeter oh it is so I think, oh yeah, yeah. That's the obviously the sugar said. content in spooky yeah. tooth is much higher which would probably uh contribute to the the percentage uh abv so. being higher yeah spooky um, tooth was like 9.2 percent i think yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah what's this seven seven okay yeah, that's still pretty strong though. Oh, yeah. Spooky yeah, Tooth. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Uh, that, okay. That's they, like, they serve well, I mean, Spooky Tooth. If you go to the bars, they give you an, what do they call it? A sniff, a sniffer, sniff, sniffer, or whatever. Yeah. Those little small. It's like glasses. the little like goblet like type. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Glass. Oh, it's strong. Um, but what's like what's Christmas ale? Christmas ale's like Christmas ale's like eight, seven and a half or seven eight. Seven and a half, eight. Yeah. Oh, that stuff is crazy. Oh, you gotta, man, dude. You gotta watch yourself when you're drinking Christmas ale. Absolutely. That's uh, so yeah, that's what we're sipping on. You can get Franklin Castle anywhere. Uh, you can get it at Market Garden, obviously. You get it on right. draft there. Um, but, yeah, you can get it anywhere, including, shout out, where we get a lot of our beers of the week, Warren Beverage, uh, right up the street right. from where we are. Great, so, great, uh, great, great store. I've never so been there before. Out. Yeah, a I, ton of stuff. I was, I was honestly expecting a text from you being like, uh, what the hell do I get? Oh, <laughs> dude, there's... Yeah, I was conflicted. That's, one of, that's one of the, like, I, like I, I've walked in there to look for beer of the week, like on weeks, and I'm like... Uh, okay, because they much. literally have like pretty much any brewery in Cleveland. They have at least something from, and then they have beer from breweries all over the country. Mm-hmm. Right, they so, have a good selection of like out of state beers. Which yeah, is pretty impressive. I honestly only looked at like one wall. I went to the way back to the left. left. I saw all the Cleveland yeah. stuff. And yeah, they do keep the eye. Cleveland stuff organized. And yeah, they had a huge display of Spooky Tooth and all Who's, the fall stuff. Do we know who Brock Esarov is? Yeah, why? He just followed us on Instagram. There we go. Shout out from Kent. He's a kid that actually pied me in the face today, so thanks, man. Oh, that's oh. why. He, that's him. He probably <laughs> said, he probably saw the podcast commenting on your post. Yep, yep. that's him. Wheel unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, I still have um, whatever it's called, whipped cream in my ear, and my nose. I still smell Hell, it. That's terrible. You is see it, the video? Was it whipped cream or shaving cream? Uh, whipped cream. If it was shaving cream, I'd be blind. <laughs> you see this? Uh, yeah, I saw it. I def- Oh, I didn't see the video. <laughs> That's Brock. Oh, is it? Yeah. Nice. Just all in my ears. Yep. That's hilarious. Lots of fun. Usually you see that like for teachers, like you do that. Why the heck were you doing it? It's uh, Resident Appreciation Week, so if you and came up, uh, you followed us on Twitter and Instagram, you tagged friends on our most recent post, we give you a gift card and we let you pie us in the face. So just a win-win. <laughs> It's a win-win. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's get on track here a little bit. Let's go over the episode topics we're going to be talking about today, and we'll just dive right in. Uh, no f- top five of the week this week. We decided to take a week off of uh, trying to, to find mindless, numbing topics <laughs> to give our top fives on, because we have a lot to talk about. Uh, our poll of the week, 
Uh, Jordan's going to be scoot-scooting around Cleveland this weekend. So scoot, scoot. what I like to hear. So we wanted to know, uh, are you for or against all these electric scooters that have just popped out, popped up uh, all over uh, Cleveland? Uh, we're going to get into some sports topics. Uh, we're going to talk about the suddenly surging Indians. It's like, like last week we were talking about the Indians being dead. The week before we were talking about the Indians being surging. Now we're back to talking about the Indians we, being surging. We, we were literally having conversations. I mean, we were buried. Like, they might not even yeah. make the wild card games. <laughs> yeah. Um, they've won five out of six since our last episode. Yeah. They took two out of three in Minnesota, and they swept in L.A., because the Angels are pathetic. Um, Garbage organization. The, literally the make-or-break series of the season it starts tomorrow night. Twins will be in town for the final three games against Minnesota. So if the Indians sweep that series, they will be one game out of the division. And oh my surely, That's crazy. Yeah. surely ahead of uh, the wild card spot. So we'll get into that. We'll talk about if there's any injury updates. Uh, there's some mysterious Brad Hand injury that's going on, but... Um, interestingly enough, which could be tied to that, the Indians brought up uh, a closer from AAA who throws 100 miles an hour but. and has pitched in like 35 innings in AAA this year and has 74 strikeouts. I know I know it's minor league, it's AAA, but the guy throws 100 miles an hour. I have no idea. His name is like Karen Chak is his last name, but supposedly from what I read on Twitter, he's the Indians' closer of the future. So they're bringing oh, him up in okay. September when the rosters expand, and we'll see what happens. That's interesting. Uh, hmm. My guess is uh, Brad Hand isn't going to pitch this weekend, and this guy's going to kind of serve as our closer. Uh, we're going to talk about the Browns a little bit. If you guys checked it out on Sunday night or any time this week, I appreciate it. Uh, we had the debut episode of the Deerfield Gridiron Browns postgame show presented by us at LOTL where me and Steve kind of went through the Browns' uh, debacle last Sunday. Uh, we will not be posting an episode this Sunday because the Browns play on Monday night. So look for an, an episode Probably like Monday Tuesday. night or Tuesday. Monday or Tuesday, yeah. Um, after the Browns hopefully even their record at 1-1 one and one against the Jets, who whose quarterback contracted <laughs> mono uh, this week. So we'll, we'll get into that. We'll talk about that uh, a little bit. Uh, and we're also going to talk about kind of a, uh, well, not kind of, a very sobering subject um, that has to do with the Cavs. Cavs longtime TV announcer Fred McLeod tragically passed away of a heart attack unexpectedly uh, on Monday night. Uh, so we'll kind of go through um, kind of Fred's greatest calls and uh, just talk about that. And uh, we're going to play his iconic call from Game 7 uh, for you guys and uh, just kind of talk about uh, him as an announcer and what he meant to the Cavs. So, moving on, uh, we're also going to talk about what's happening. We got some some news from one of our favorite breweries uh, that we're going to talk about. And uh, I have a review this week because I know Jordan's been there. I don't know if Jimmy's been there. Uh, I had my first experience at Culver's this week. Ooh. Yeah, so we're going to talk about that, what I thought. And then Jordan's got a couple uh, <laughs> events to preview coming up this week one we've talked about a couple times and then he's got a new one in there and uh we'll end up the episode talking about what the move is for the weekend since we're going into the weekend here so uh let's start her off here do we want to uh let's get it let's get into talking about these scooters for a little bit because yeah. scoot scoot that's the poll of the week do they have these at kent Oh, no. We have bikes now. <coughs> we have, like, Kent State bikes that I see people riding around oh, on all okay. the time. But I have seen the scooters scooters only this summer. Like, that's the first time I've ever seen them. Yeah, right. Apparently, they were here last year, right? 
Well, they did like a sample okay, trial so what, or something. But like, what, yeah. what's weird is like, so I when they first started showing up, I saw it was bird, which are the black right, ones. Right, just the bird ones. And yeah. now there's like lime, there's lime, lime. There's green ones. There's like there's there's I a couple think, other ones. I think in Cleveland it's only lime and bird. I think. Okay, I think there's a red one too, but oh, I, don't, I don't know what it's called. Maybe there is another. I don't know. I could be wrong on that. Maybe it was just somebody with their own scooter, but I saw a red scooter going around. Uh, well, that that is true. You can buy these same scooters for yourself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so maybe that's what that was. But. So anyway, uh, our poll of the week this week was: Are you for or against the electric scooters that are all over the city now? The scoots. Um, do we have results on those oh, polls? Yeah, I guess. Who didn't get results ready? Um, oh boy. Let's go around the table though, oh Jimmy. Boy. What are your thoughts? Are you pro or against? Uh, I played the wrong one. <laughs> um, Jimothy. As of right now, I'm pro. Okay. I can see a lot of trouble happening in the future with people getting hit, especially in busy yeah. cities. The first time I saw it was this summer. Jimmy. I was actually in Baltimore, and I really saw those lime yeah. scooters yeah. everywhere. Right. And people just dart in and out of traffic in those things. I was like, all right, this Dude, can be a little, a little dangerous. Here's here's a question I want to ask you, and Let's I hear. think I know where Dan's gonna go with his yep. idea. Do you think it's any less or more dangerous than just bikes, which are already allowed to be on the street? Um, I think they're more dangerous than bikes because. Why? Do you mean just like the bikes that are accessible to everybody, or just no, people no, riding no. bikes? No, no, no. People can ride bikes on the street in any city. I guess. I don't know. I think a lot of those scooters—they're just lying around the city. Not too many people have bikes, I guess, or they're not really sure. just relying on bikes to transport to different places. And I know a lot of drunk people get on these scooters. See, and they lie around everywhere. So people are like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's just pick it up. Well, and go. this is that's, part of my issue. Yeah, yeah. it's technically yeah. not legal. I mean, you can. You can get in trouble if you're caught sure. drive, riding a scooter. But it happens. Well, I mean, it happens in cars, too. But like, Right. So I, I'm going to jump in real quick. I, I'm i pro. Um, I think people are just freaking out in the same way that they do about any new method of transportation. I'm not saying that there's not potential problems. And there's going to have to be, like, you know, they're going to have to figure out, the, you know, work out the kinks and stuff like that. But... I'm for it. Any any type of transportation that gets more cars off the street or gives people who don't have a car or who work in the city and can't, you know, unpark their car and repark it in these crazy lots downtown, but allows them to get around, you know, I'm for it. Uh, it also, it's nice for business people. They don't have to actually, like, work, you know. When you ride a bike, it just, you break it out and sweat instantly. You ride a scooter, you don't necessarily do that at all. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty cool. I'm definitely for um, it. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm for it, and uh, I'm excited to try them out on Saturday, and we'll see how they are. I will say, no, definitely, without a doubt, you know, they're going to have to make sure the city makes common sense laws for both the scooters and, you know, for cars that <laughs> you make sure that everyone's on the same page kind of thing. I think it's just weird we're seeing this in its infancy right now. Yeah. Because it wasn't yeah. really a thing, as you said, no, last summer. Even, even just in any city, it wasn't a thing for maybe these kind of started within the last three or four or five years. I, I mean, bikes have been around. Like, oh, that's forever. nothing new, yeah, yeah. but just the advancement yeah. of technology and be able to access this. And the one thing that's funny about those scooters, if you try to take one and it's not yeah. registered under you, it'll start beeping and going crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. It's, it's just, um, I don't know. I think we're in a new wave of... Uh, I think it's a new transportation uh, yeah, option. City transportation. I, I, think, I think it might be for the long term too. I think so too. I don't really see any reason why it wouldn't keep. I mean, in some cities like San Francisco and 
cities like that, it is like exploded. Like there's oh, yeah. people who don't even use their cars anymore. Apparently, they like why? Like why they would you? And San Francisco has good enough weather that on average you wouldn't need to worry about rain or anything. Mm -hmm. Also, they're very expensive. I they're like twelve hundred dollars each. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, they're like really expensive. If you want, if you want, if you want to buy one, yeah, they're motorized. Mm -hmm. I see. I'm against it for a few reasons. I think they're annoying. Number one. Uh, if you're just a regular person walking down the street, you have to have your head on a swivel because, number one... Well, you can't walk in. They're only allowed on the actual street. Like, you can't ride them on sidewalks. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know this. Yeah. I was, I was thinking... Can't. Oh, okay. Well, if people, people are doing do it, it it's illegal, and they'll get ticketed eventually. Like, gotcha. it's 100% following the bike rules, like, bicycle rules. You have to be yeah. in the street. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. My other... Um, my other pitfall with this is... Uh, I know you You compared it to, well, what's the difference between somebody who's drunk getting uh, behind the wheel of a car? I find it much more likely for somebody who's, like, walking from the bar. That's true. I will being say like, that hey, that. look at this thing, and yeah. completely drunk. And all, ha all they have to do is just, like, do this with their phone right, right, or, yeah. or whatever. And then they just drive out in front of traffic and just yeah. get plowed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I would have, I would imagine that that needs to work itself out, and if that were to happen, I don't think, you know, I would assume that laws would be like, oh, well, this person was drunk driving their scooter, the guy who hit them was sober, you know, perhaps, and, you know, in the car, and, and they would take that in stride as they need to. Take Again, I think it's going to become one of those things where you're going to have a couple painful years where it's going to have to be like, uh, yeah, no, you can't do that, you know, maybe you'll see a lot of cops pulling people over in scooters and being like, you know, we got to make sure you guys are good to drive. I'm definitely, I don't know. I'm definitely more for it now that I know that you're not supposed to be riding it yeah, on the sidewalks yeah, because yeah. my biggest thing was seeing like, just like, like punk over. 14, 15 year old kids <laughs> right. oh, just like whizzing in between people. And that's like, the blah, other blah. thing technically. And I'm sure you can work around it like anything, but it's 18 and over. Oh, well. Oh, is it? Yeah, it okay. is 18 and over. Gotcha. Now, can a dad give their kid a yeah. credit card? I don't know. You know right. I'm sure there's ways to get around it. Um, yeah. So. All right. Yeah. I, I, I think it's I think it's exciting. I, I think this is something that will. The work that I think it'll work so. great in Cleveland. You see a lot of people biking in Cleveland. I think you'll see a lot of people using these scooters, and you know, maybe at some point they're gonna have to pass a law like, okay, you have to have a designated docking station. You can't just leave the scooter in the street. You know, like you so see, I bad. see that. I see <laughs> that are, sometimes where but you are just, a lot. Of, but are a lot of the bikers that you see around the city biking as a mean of transportation or biking as a mean for exercise? I think it's both. You what I'm so? saying, like, like mm -hmm. if, if you're if you're biking for, for cycles, yeah, cycles. If you're yeah. if you're biking for exercise, you have no need for the scooter. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Well, there's going to be, like, hardcore bikers that literally bike to work every day for, for like, reasons right. for health. Yeah, they're not going to get on a scooter. Yeah. But, like, for people like me or, or just other random people that maybe don't want to get on a bike and get sweaty while they're at work or, or whatever reason, right? I, I think it might. We'll see. I guess that's going to have to be an I don't have an answer. You know, we're going to have to see how it works out. Like I said, it's going to work the kinks out yeah, eventually. Yeah, they were. I mean, there's some cities where it's, it's just gone like wildfire. You know I what you need to do? They're here to stay. You need to, uh, when you scoot scoot around uh, Cleveland, you should do an Instagram live video while you're doing it. Maybe. I'll definitely take some. If you some, feel comfortable enough I'll on take, a scooter. I'll have, I'll have my sister and, and or Teresa take a picture of me so you can like see the shirt and the scooter. and. 
and all that. So we'll see. <laughs> I still can't get over your Kronk impression or Kronk? Kronk. Kronk. Not him. Kronk. No, yours. Oh, mine? Mine's not even that good. So funny. Come I on. Don't, I don't even know what that is. He doesn't want to talk to you. That's so perfect. No, what it's not. Paul does it so much better. I know, than me. but that's pretty well, good. Paul's man. like really talented with. Yeah, voice. he really. No, he really is. Yeah. It's it's almost scary, but he's yeah. like I I middle named him Kronk. Like he probably should have gone into voice acting. He's so good. Maybe. Still, hey, yeah. there's still time. I mean, mm-hmm. voice acting doesn't matter. You know mm-hmm. how old you are, whatever. You know, blah right. blah blah. Um, all right, let's. Uh, what do we want to do? Do we want to start talking sports? Do we want to do what's happening? Let's uh, let's do sports and then we'll we'll go into what's happening right. after that. All right. So real quick. Uh, oh, real quick. I never I never said the the, the poll results. Oh I, yeah. I, I hey, have them up. I have hey, them up. real quick. Uh, so sixty seven percent of y'all on Facebook said, "Let's ride." Y'all. Did you hear? y'all. Let's ride. Y'all. Texas shirt. I got my Longhorn shirt. Astros hat. Hook them. Um, yeah. Astros. 33% said they started. they're a pest. This is on Facebook. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, I think it was almost exactly yeah. opposite oh, on Twitter. It's, no, it's the same. It's no, like basically on Twitter. No, it's like the same thing. Around like 68, 67% are saying let's ride. Yeah, 33% are against it. So it sounds like about oh. two thirds of the population of our sample size is for it. One thirds against it. So, in our millions of Twitter votes, you Facebook pretty votes. large, you size. baby boomers and your anti-technology, anti-progressive I'm not ways. A baby well, what are you guys considered? Uh, we're uh, millennials. Millennials? Uh, yeah. no, I'm millennial. like, I'm very like, I'm like the first millennial. Yeah, yeah. you are the You're Gen, Gen Z. Gen Z, Gen Z yeah. yeah, like I think, uh, what was it? 85, I think, it's the first millennium. I think it's been agreed on 85, 86. Yeah, I'm 87. 1994 or 5, I think. When were you born? 98. Oh, oh yeah, no, you're God. definitely Gen Z. <laughs> I was in, this I is was how in you, like, this is sixth how, grade. This is, how, this is one way you can tell a Gen Z. Do you remember 9-11? I remember. Yeah, that's I, I not, do. That's no, 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 no. Okay, I don't remember the day. I don't remember watching the TV. Yeah. Oh, that, but and I know. I know it enough. You're a Z. I remember when it happened. That's fine. <laughs> You're a Z. I can tell you. I have. You have memories from when you were a little kid. You remember flashes of preschool, kindergarten. Mm-hmm. You remember flashes? Oh yeah. The only I reason I remember. The sure. only reason I remember it is because preschool every single day. I remember the routine. I remember the kids in my class. I remember what I did. The one day my parents. Took me out of class like as soon as I got there. Yeah, I was like, "What's going on?" And they're like, "We got it. Like, come on. Like, we're going home." I, they never showed me the TV. I probably just went in the basement, played with my toys. But yeah. that's the only reason I remember it. I had my first crush in kindergarten. Oh. Oh, I, me too. Wow. Becca yep, me Woodruff. Too. Shout out for listening. I had a crush on you. Wait, I shout out my crush too. I did too. Dude, I remember. Yeah, I sat. Say, I actually. That's when I went to school. I forgot her name. Brianna or something. I sat like Ooh, next to her, and I, I remember. I remember my. I was at the, the the kindergarten I went to was a very ethnic kindergarten. Let's just say that very there was a lot. No, it was like a, just a ton of different races. Like it was a lot of Hispanics, but it was just a, a good mix. Um, I remember I told. I remember I told my mom something about like the girl next to me is a pretty girl, and she was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> Not yeah. the one I wanted. It's a pretty good one though. Wow, Wait, but no, I, like I don't. You one. know, I don't feel like. A good one. <laughs> a good one there. I lost my train of thought. I don't even, oh, I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. I don't either. Oh, uh, we're talking about um, 9-11. So, <laughs> for me, 
That, that's totally off. We're like, wow, this did just. Ha- I mean, nine eleven was. Oh yeah, yesterday. yesterday. So, um, I was in gym class at Strongsville High School as a freshman, and we saw the the plane that went down in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Turned like because it turned around in Cleveland. Yep. Yeah, Cleveland, we were looking uh, up. We were hockey, outside in yeah. gym class. We were playing football. It looked up and we saw a plane turn around, like extremely low, and we're like, "That's not normal." That's crazy. That's why. That's literally crazy. And then I, then I, like, so we had already. It was interesting. The uh, the two, um, the two planes hadn't hit yet, and uh, I was in gym class, I think, and we saw that. And then we went into our next period, and I had physical science, ninth grade physical science. Wow. I don't even remember my teacher. You are not kidding, man. That turned around right oh, yeah. at Strongsville. That's the only oh, yeah. thing I heard in high school. Wow. Dude, over, I'm right not making that up. No, I knew you were, I, I, oh, I knew no, you were right. making it up. Right. I just I, I just had never seen it. But some people it. are like, yeah, yeah. man, I, I know somebody that was at yeah, 9-11. Yeah, like, yeah blah, blah, blah. exactly. Right, right, right. No, dude, we wow. were looking up. That's yeah. the worst about that. Everybody told me that. Because it was loud. And we were like, what is that? Because it was so low. And we looked up, and I'm like, that's not normal. That's crazy. How then, low do you think it actually was? Oh, I have no. I mean, it was still oh, probably, probably pretty, pretty freaking yeah, high. Pretty but still, for a plane, you get to, yeah, yeah. And how loud those planes are. Oh yeah, those things. Are and then we walked in, and and uh, we went into. I think I think when we walked in, the first plane hit because like all the TV. You remember Strongsville High School? All yeah. the hallways had the, all the TVs, and then I went into science class, and they had the TV on. Obviously, we weren't doing anything that day, but that's we saw the second plane hit the second. So tower. what was the day like? So after that, it happened what like nine in the morning, late. Uh, eight, it was like two tower. It was like eight. Yeah, it was eight. The tower. The first one hit at like eight forty-five, and then the second yeah. one was like nine, like nine oh one. So only like what, like second period or something? Yeah, it was yeah. So, so well, school started at seven twenty. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, yeah, second in the third period. Yeah. For me, it was different as I was homeschooled by that time. But uh, every day we got, we my dad listened to the radio. He listened to preachers. Like that's just his thing, the Christian yeah. radio. And he would give make breakfast for me and my sister. Uh, we had like a little bar like thing that you you know we would sit at like stools. So this was in Texas. We, yeah, it was in Houston. And we um, we would usually eat cereal. So I, this day I was eating cereal. And he was listening. He always listened to these preachers. And halfway through one of the preachers, I don't remember like Chuck Swindoll. If anyone's familiar yep. with like those these guys, uh, they just cut it out. And they're like you know literally the movie scene like we interrupt this broadcast yeah. and, there, and my dad was like and, I, and he, he looked at us and he was like something happened and I was like oh I didn't know isn't that crazy yeah, so I remember the second that? plane hit no this would have been this would have been so this would have been the first okay. that, right no after the first okay. so he and my he's he, he turns on the TV and he's like Laura my mom he's like get over here and she's like what like and he's like look and she, they were like they were like stay over there like don't come over here yet and then they actually saw the second plane hit live. Yeah. And I remember my mom like was like, oh! like she like gasped or something. I'm not making fun. Like she like gasped. And then I remember she said something like, is this going to happen in every city? Yeah. And at this point, like, nobody knew. You, like nobody if you know knew. how curious I am, I was like, all right. I was like, all right, what's going on? Like, you know, and then my dad, he's right. like, stay that- there. He's like, I, I don't want you to see this yet. Like, I don't know what's going on. And then eventually... They were like, okay, you know what? You have to see this. So they brought us over, and we're just like, oh, my goodness. Like, yeah. And, like, um, apparently there was, like, a bomb or something, but then we saw, like, a plane crash, and yeah. my dad was like, yeah, we don't know what's going on. <coughs> and then so we were watching, 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 watching. Then all of a sudden the Pentagon, and that's when, like, 
I've never seen my dad get scared, but I remember like oh, yeah. my mom said something to the effect of Ray, like when will it stop? And he like he's like, I don't know. Yeah. And I've never seen my dad. He usually, if you know my dad, he's like, ah, that's enough of that. Like, stop being dramatic. Like, he was like, right. I don't know. But that's how everybody was. Yeah. Well, right. No, People I thought the world yeah. was. Well, like, like, yeah. I mean, What's literally the last on, time right. we had had something yeah. to this magnitude was Pearl Harbor. Yeah, yeah. but even and, like, that's like Hawaii. Before. Like, that's right. You know, but that's, but I'm saying, yeah. like, yeah, like, no, yeah. like, yeah. Obviously, none of us were alive. Mm-hmm. None of our parents were alive when that happened. Like, our like, and and a lot of our grandparents. Uh, weren't alive at the time that 9-11 like right. a lot of our you know grandparents have passed away at that point yeah like yeah. I'm lucky enough to have most of my grandparents yeah but, same yeah but at you know time, most yeah. of mine are you know half of my grandparents were ethnic so they were right. they were in Italy and you know at oh, the time really? of World yeah, War yeah. II so yeah yeah, yeah so it was just weird I just remember like what my they, my parents let us probably see way too much, but we we they didn't know what was going on. Oh, right? you saw oh, oh yes like, <laughs> we no we like I was like man I saw I, too much we saw the kids like we saw people jumping off the windows live oh, and, was and we were word. like that was that, the, see, I would, that, see, that, that like bothered me so bad as a kid like I, I even like I remember that bothered me more than when the towers fell like when I saw the towers fell yeah. I was just like no well, you don't you like, don't actually okay. see Taking like, account of the people. Right, you don't right. actually see people like right, right like that you saw literally people and oh, it's yeah. not not because they weren't jumping because they thought they could save themselves. No, they were like, they this take, is a better They death. were either going yeah. to suffocate to death because or of the smoke to inhalation, yeah. burn or, to death, or it's like, all right, I'm going to jump, have a heart attack while I'm, while I'm falling, and hit the ground. And yeah. I, I don't mean to be morbid. No, but, but they, they literally, the yeah, and, and you saw you saw a lot of that, and it's really sad. And, yeah, it just, it just whoa, what a weird day. It's so weird how, it, like, I, it's still, it's like, there's so much. I know, but there's so much of it that, like, when I think about it, I get, like, chills still. Yeah. It's just, like, you're, like, oh. Like, as bad ugh. as it sounds, like, yeah. obviously I wouldn't want to be there when it happened. Right, right, right. I would have liked to be there just to talk to people and just oh my gosh, see the yeah. reactions out of it. Oh, and yeah. I, I'm not, no, just I'm not mass sure. confusion. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, so I don't watch these yeah, videos no, to, like, idea. be like, oh, it was a government plane. Right, like, right. it wasn't marked and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like I that would have come I, out by now. I watch all of these like anytime not so like last night. That's all I watched last night. I Same, watched yeah. so I many nine eleven videos. That, yeah. Like even just on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And um, there's so many compilations too. Yeah. yeah, and even like the movie United ninety three. That's and, a great movie by stuff. the way. Yeah. Like it's so like I, obviously I'm older than you guys. Like you're not right, that much yeah. younger than me, right, but right. No, but you it. were still like you were probably what, I was fourth fifth grade when that happened. Two thousand ten. I would have been nine. Yeah. Like, and I would you, have been turning were, 10. I turned 10. You were still in diapers. Three years old. I had either just turned 10 or I was still nine. I, I, my like, I would, so I was, I was actually in high school. So I, I right. could, like, fully, like, be like, wow. You probably, see, like, happened. as a kid, it was freaky, but that's kind of where it was. Oh, yeah. Like, I can understand, imagine as adults and teenagers, yeah. they were probably, like, more uh, so scared I, so, even because. So I, I, what, what was really interesting, and I, I don't want to get off on this tangent, but... No, yeah, that's fine. You know, whatever. We're going to talk about what we talk about. Um, I went to school with people who were old enough to get drafted into the military. Right, So right. when this happened, yeah. like, I at that point, I didn't look at, look at it this way, but looking back, it was crazy to see, like, seniors in high school who were 17, 18 years old. Right. Obviously, the guys more so, but um, just to see that, like... We were literally, as a country, under attack. Yeah, right. And you didn't know where this was going to lead. Mm-hmm. So it was crazy to think, like, like wow. Like, and, and subsequently, going forward, you know, we had, you know, all that stuff. Like, the 
the strikes on Afghanistan and what led to Iraq and you know obviously right, we're not going to yeah. get political on here. No, but yeah, yeah. just to see like how many people had to sacrifice their lives. Yeah, I know. In, in response, not not only and, and obviously it's sad like the three thousand people that died and, right, and all the right. first responders that gave their and lives. Then the like, cancer victims afterwards. Oh my gosh, it, yeah. we're still seeing that. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's just so crazy like the effects and even eighteen really years later. Oh, it's how weird people are at airports now. Oh, like yeah. you used to go to the airport and it was like, okay, do you get airsick? That's your worry, right? Now it's like, I'm not a very anxious. I'm not an anxious person at all. But to this day, as I walk up to like security, I just start getting like, I just start getting anxious, man. I'm just like, I, For sure. It's I'm not. I don't to even add on top of that yeah. though. Just uh, a few years ago, there was a shooting at the, like the Fort Lauderdale airport. Oh yeah, I was there the day before it happened. Wow. So like, you have to take mm-hmm. that into account too now. No right. It's like oh, you're someone, always on edge. Someone tweeted yesterday. And I never thought of this, but I guess, you know, airport TVs yesterday were showing 9-11 docs. And they're like, this is making me so unreasonably anxious. And at first I was like, okay, look at this little soft person. But then I was like, no, wait, what am I being like that for? That's that's a really weird thing to see yeah. when you're in an airport you and they're showing 9-11 yeah. at the airport. Like, 100%. And it's all that, yes, yeah, it's, it's it's crazy, you know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I figured we had to talk a little bit about yeah, it. Well, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. To add on to that, sports related, I saw the um, it was on Twitter and Instagram, the first pitch like the first uh, baseball game after 9/11 when George oh through the first chills, pitch, dude, oh chills. my gosh, talk that about was, a yeah. perfect first pitch. Oh, I, I think that was the World Series that year. Was, was it? it the World Series? I think. I was that the okay. Metro Series? Was that the Subway Series? No, that, year? that was. But it was uh, in New York. George Bush was, was there. It was the, Yankees. Yeah, Yankees. 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 Remember when the Di- Yankees Diamondbacks when the Diamondbacks yes. won in Game Seven? Yeah. Yeah. The Soviet yeah. series was the year before. That's what, it, yeah, that's right. But just imagine being that. No, no. Well, the crowd. Just like, watching the video, I got chills. To see, and you know, this is again not a political statement. I don't care. I, I don't care what people say. George Bush, at those few weeks after 9/11, he was a leader. I don't care Absolutely. if you disagree with his policy. That's fine. I disagree with a lot of his politics and policies, but. I you cannot take away the fact that that man was the leader that we needed at the time, and he like when I was a child, I'd been <laughs> crying because I saw people jump off buildings. Like I, my parents didn't let me see anything scary, I, yeah. but seeing that and you know, and your dad's like when I had seen anything scary as a kid, it's like okay, it's fake, it's a movie. You know, this yeah. was like ah, that person actually jumped off real life. <laughs> like yeah, that it was like it bothered me and. To see the president just just do the things he did afterwards was just unbelievably yeah. comforting. And no, I know I agree that that clip from the Yankees game was just crazy. Like, oh, yeah. perfect first pitch, too. literally perfect, right <laughs> yeah. down the oh, middle. Yeah. Perfect velocity, yeah. the form, the follow yeah. through. <laughs> well, perfect. a lot of like a lot of people don't know. Like George Bush was a like. I, he, well, he owned the Rangers. Never played right? in the pros, but he was huge in baseball. Owned, he owned the yeah, family. He owned, owned the Rangers. Rangers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he sold the Rangers. For two million dollars less than what they signed A Rod for, <laughs> like five years later. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, a little bit of a tangent. Yeah, a little but, bit. Hey, it's on. We need it's on point. It's on topic. We need it's to on talk topic. For yesterday. Um, yeah. But speaking of baseball, I mean, That's we were right. just talking about yeah. George Bush throwing out the first pitch. The uh, the Indians are all of a sudden surging. I, I, I really, I, I've come out. I've, I've. Ran out of adjectives to describe this season for the Indians. I, I just, I, baseball is such a weird. Sport, you know what's, man. you know what's crazy too is, uh, I, I think they're gonna grab one of the wild cards. But I think that's yeah. 
There's a chance that the Indians could win 95 to 96 games and not make the playoffs. Which is crazy. Which is like unheard it. of, especially right. with with the addition of the the four the the actual wild card spot with that wild card game. It's crazy. Like last year, the Indians won the AL Central with 91 wins. In, they're gonna pass that, right? And they have 86 wins right now, and they're still. Uh, 16 games left. So that means if they were to have the same record as last year, they would have to go, you know, they would only have to win five more games or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right, right. It's just, it's it's wild. It's crazy. Um, yeah, so the Indians went, took, since we last uh, recorded, the Indians uh, took two out of three of Minnesota. Uh, they just finished off a sweep of the Angels last night. Um I mean, the Angels are terrible. Garbage. Especially with Trout being out injured. I mean, there really isn't any. I mean, Pujols is a shell right. of his former self. Right. And they have no pitching whatsoever. Yeah. So the Indians make quick work of them. There's even Otani. Three straight. Otani doesn't even pitch anymore, does he? Or does he? No, I don't think so. But um, the Indians are 86-61 and 61 at this point. They are one game back in the loss column of the A's, who... You wanna You know, it was so weird. About your boys? It was so weird because the Astros had just come off of demolishing uh the, the Mariners by like twenty something runs and then, they, I, and then they beat the A's twenty one to like two or one. That's all I needed. I just I just twenty one to one. I just needed the and Astros to like, win a series was, at home against right. the A's, but they and couldn't I was do it. Like, I was like, Wow, I guess I guess it's gonna be one of these series. And then we lose the very next game twenty one to seven. Yeah. Like what? It was a football. Like, it was like it was I, like I, it was like it was like the, they, the Raiders beating the Texans. The, the, let, let me put it to you in perspective. The Astros played three games in a row where at least one team scored over twenty runs. <coughs> like what? And then then they lose again last night, five to three. But like they lost again last night, so I it's whatever. Like as you know, I'm not worried about it. But it's also annoying well, because I, I, we might throw away our our AL home field advantage. Yeah, because the Yankees won already the game one today, and they're probably going to win the second game. It looks yeah. like so, which means which means uh, <sighs> the the AL will have to go. Through. And I don't care. I don't care. And I'm not. I'm not as big on the Yankees as as a lot of people are. But right. there's something about going to the Bronx in the playoffs that it's, it's just, like it's very different. Like like we talked yeah. about with with OU and asylums right. and haunted houses. Like that place is. It's like Fenway. That yeah. place is absolutely electric in October. Yeah. Like they it, have it's great. Like any, it's like I know we other. always talk trash about them, but their fan base is incredible. They have one of the yeah. best atmospheres well, I mean, you'll they ever. Have, they have the biggest fan well, base. Yeah, right. No, that's true. Like, but I mean, like even like like if the Yankees don't sell out a game, it's a complete travesty. No, right, right. But I mean, like even I would say I'm sure people are going to disagree with me. Yeah. I would say if you compare the atmospheres of Yankee Stadium to the even Wrigley Field, I think Yankee Stadium is even more electric. Yeah. Like, Sometimes Wrigley Field has too many tourists in it, or something like something yeah, well, I weird. Think, going I think on, like but. even though they won the World Series a couple years ago, I think with Chicago, there's there's always going to be like that lovable loser type of mentality. Yeah, like yeah. like oh well, we're the Cubs, like the Cubs. You know, the Yankees fans like expect to, like if, yeah. if they. If, in like, fact, that's why they're so bitter right now <laughs> yeah, because right. they haven't won since 2009. Right, they haven't won in 10 years. Ooh, um, but <laughs> but, they, but, they, but they have 27 World Championships. Those so it's like poor Yankees fans. <laughs> right. Right, you guys, exactly. people that are our age have celebrated one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, God, yeah. Like six or seven titles. They won four championships in the 90s. Uh, uh, four, yeah. Yeah, the 90s. 
And then they won. They won. They won two. Well, for the they, Indians, they we haven't won, won one in they won, 70 years. They won two in the mid 90s. In oh, yeah. yeah. One in the 50. Yankees won back to back in the nine, mid 90s. One in 55 years. So and then they won three in a row. And then they won that one in 2009. Yep. It's just ridiculous. Anyway, I don't know why we're talking about the Yankees. Yeah, why are we? It, it was me. I brought up Yankee Stadium. The Yankees. No, you're right. Uh, but the yeah, Yankees. I mean, we'll see. Hopefully, Kluber can get back before the playoffs. I, I'm, I, I think that ship sailed. Oh, you, you really do, huh? Yeah, I think that ship sailed. It, I, I think, and you're not going to see Jose Ramirez unless we make the playoffs. Yeah. So, and then the, this this weird Brad Hand injury is just that would explain why he was so bad, though, wouldn't it? Or unless it's yeah, right now to... they're so there's so he got an MRI in his elbow, but okay, there's they're officially saying that he has soreness or a tired arm or something, which would make sense. I'm yeah, hiccuping right now. I don't know why. <laughs> Drunk. <laughs> Too much pumpkin ale, baby. Um, <laughs> Too yeah. much pumpkin ale. But um, yeah. I so you know we'll see what this guy from AAA has. Uh, Karinchak or I don't know how you Karinchak. Uh, Karen Chuck, I don't know how you pronounce his name, but mm-hmm. apparently he throws 100 miles an hour and uh, has struck out an average of two guys an inning in AAA. So they brought him nice. up. I'm guessing he's going to, you know, if they get into save situations, he's going to be the closer for the Indians this weekend because I think they're just going to let uh, Brad Hand get some rest here for, for a week or so. We'll see. Hopefully there's not anything structurally wrong. But biggest series, I, I say this every time we play the Twins, but... This is it. I mean, this is the last three games we play the Twins. The Indians have, what, they're 86 and 51. It's 157 games. They have 15 games left. Um, so this is it. Uh, if the Indians can sweep this series, they'll be one game out in the division because the Twins lost last night. Mm-hmm. Um, if the Indians sweep, they'll most definitely be in the lead for the wild card. So this is a huge series. And uh, what's big about the, twi- the Twins is Byron Buxton is out for the year. He's oh, like he's like really? he's like their Jose Ramirez. I mean, I didn't he makes know that. their lineup. I didn't go. know he was out. When, yeah. How long has he been out? He got hurt. He just recently got hurt. Oh, okay. Huh. Yeah. So unfortunately, too, we saw Yelich get out for the season. Oh yeah, that sucks. That he was, having such he a was probably going to win the awesome MVP. Year. We're Baker's best buds, Yelly. Yeah. He's probably going to win MVP. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he I might know. still, because it's only two yeah, weeks left. He put up enough numbers that he could. Um, although they'll probably get it to give it to Bellinger. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's uh, switch gears here. Let's talk about the Browns a little bit. We're not going to talk too much about the Browns because, uh, as you all know, we now have the uh, Browns, uh, the Brown Show after every game. So, uh, just a little bit of a preview of the upcoming game. We got to talk about this. I, I want to <laughs> talk about this. I so think I know what. everybody was talking about, you know, uh, Baker versus Darnold. They were in the same draft. They played against each other last year. Uh, Baker didn't start in the game. Darnold did, but Baker came on and uh, led the Browns on a big comeback. Uh, so we were we were hoping to see this year the big matchup between Darnold and Baker, and uh, you know, this is like the new era of quarterback. It is these two guys, and you know, obviously a few others, but but for our purposes, uh, we're focusing on Baker and Darnold this week. Until today. Well, yesterday, uh, Darnold didn't practice because he was quote-unquote sick. And Adam Gase said it was like something like strep throat or something, whatever. Um, Until today, when he said that Sam Darnold will not play on Monday night because he has mono. 
which is commonly known too much. Yeah, which is commonly known as the kissing. What uh, what type of women is he kissing? So Jordan, uh, I wanted to pose a question real quick. Have you ever had mono? I have not ever had mono. No. Nope. Ask me. Have you ever had mono? Nope. (laughs) Dan, ask me. Jimmy, have you ever had mono? Nope. Damn it! I was really hoping we'd get him. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> That's what? what? You're 21. You're, you know, living it up. A young Kent. Sorry. Young bull in Singleville down at Kent, you know. <laughs> no, sir. But, it, it's, a... it, that, but that, that's not the only way you can get mono. You get mono just by somebody randomly, like, like around you just cough. Like, if they have it, right. not knowing. Or it can even be, like, if you share a drink or something. Yeah, or just know. a glass. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, but it's, like, it's, it's most... Most commonly transmitted through saliva, so that's why people say it's the kissing. Because you know, mm. what's the most? What's yeah. the most- wife? I don't know. Ooh. I know Baker does. So, oh, he but does. Wa- Wait, Baker's married. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, he got married before the season. What? I thought yeah. he was single. I He's no been idea. engaged for the last year, and then they got married right before oh, the season started. Okay, okay, yeah. So, have you seen the Baker progressive commercials yet? Yeah, I have seen a few of them. Well, his wife is in the commercial with him. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Big fan. Yeah. Not sure what's going on there, but he didn't eat one. And drop it. Maybe, maybe Champ's got mono. <laughs> He's over there coughing. Uh, he does love the ladies. Had <laughs> a boy, right, buddy. Go get some water, don't we all? Yeah. So, and uh, so yeah, that that that's the best. So Darnold's not playing on Monday. So Trevor Simeon's playing. Which, if you don't know who that is, I don't blame you. Uh, he played for the Broncos a few years ago. Um, I uh, the Browns bet it, it's gone. It's almost. I heard this on the radio this morning for the Browns. It's gone from from a must win to you can't lose. I know that basically the same meaning, but there's different connotations to those statements. Mm-hmm. Like it's a must win. Like like uh, blah blah blah. Like if you don't win, you're not going. To, well, if the, if the Browns lose and the Browns lose to uh, Trevor Simeon and the Jets, it's like you might as well fold up the tent and go home. 0-2 with, you know, we're going to have the Rams coming in for Sunday Night Football yeah. next week. Yeah. Uh, we go to Baltimore uh, two weeks from now. Like, if you start 0-2, things could snowball really quick. So Yeah, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty much a must win. Yeah. yeah. Well, I would um, say it is a must win. And I wanted to talk, to talk about something we didn't get to on the podcast but has cr- created this huge firestorm um, coming out of the game was Tennessee Titan, former New England Patriot, Logan Ryan, uh, decided that after Malcolm Butler's pick six late in the fourth quarter, he wanted to jump in the dog pound. <laughs> Stupid, right? Yep. Well, a fan decided that uh, he didn't like that and decided to start splashing beer all over him. Well, Logan Ryan then went on all these radio interviews and all these radio shows uh, complaining about it and how the NFL needs to get it and he's going to get with the Players Association and blah, blah, blah. And I guess the Players Association got with the NFL, who the NFL then got with the Browns, and they launched this investigation and they banned a fan indefinitely from Browns games at Brown Stadium. What... 
Not only is that just ridiculous. The definition of soft. That, no, yeah. First of all, definition. Well, of soft. I have so many things. To not say not only is that, I don't know if you saw the developments of this. No, I I, I have, and it's it's even more ridiculous. So Cleveland. Wait, real quick. Can I first say this before okay. you get into that? Okay. First of all, what's his name again? I forgot his name. Logan Ryan. It's irrelevant. Soft. <laughs> irrelevant. From, You're who cares? soft. Who cares what his I, name is? I don't yeah. like. I don't. He's a even, former Patriot. Here, here's that a, tell here's you the lot. thing. Like. If you want to taunt fans, I'm I'm actually okay with that. But you have to accept the consequences, yeah, man. Yeah, that's fine. I don't know if I've ever seen a Lambo leap or any of those like when people do that. And I don't think I've, and, and there's not beer showering exactly. now. Like this happens all happens. the time. It's like, nothing new. It happens in soccer. It happens in so many sports. Like what are you talking about? Like this is so normal. So, I'm I'm even gonna go. I'm not saying we should pour beer on athletes. But I'm not exactly saying that it's some awful thing either. Like, if you taunt the dog pound, yeah. who's getting pummeled, and you jump in the away into the well, home fans, but it's your, you know, right. he jumps into the dog. He's pound a visiting player. As a visiting yeah. player, and you don't think that drunk, angry, frustrated Browns fans might not say and throw something like get out of here that is so stupid it'd be you one even, thing if you right. like got physically assaulted oh right or that's if, like, one thing or if like you know they like start just non-stop whipping stuff you know you've yeah. seen that and that's like obviously okay that's not cool but like if some dude just flat i saw the video like I, t- I tweeted this and this is not a lie when i went to progressive field as an astros fan last year for the one game where the in, where the Astros won really good against the Indians, like I was obviously being annoying and like you know having fun. I went with my with Teresa and my friend Abe, and these dudes behind me got like real mad, and they just like a couple of them like just emptied their beers behind me on my back. Like not cool, but at the same time, I understand what's going on. I'm at the away stadium, being a little more than a little annoying. It didn't even bother me. I will say, you know, I did turn around and aim my friend and a couple other Indians fans like, hey, hey, come on, like that's stop that. But I'm not gonna go run up. I'm not gonna go to the security guard and be like, hey, that dude poured his beer on me. Uh, You know why? Because I couldn't live with myself because I just was cheering for the opposite team. Soft move, and it's also soft, exactly. So yeah. Anyways, going back. S a w f t. (laughs) All this to say. All this to say. Then. We had some. Then we had hurt. And I, I'm gonna, you know, transition into what Dan was about to say. I'll let him say that. But we had news that the fan was banned indefinitely, which is soft. Dan, what's the latest yeah, development? So, so no, but what are the latest developments? No, so number one, it's soft. Uh, also, man, I hate to say this, but the Browns need to. I feel like that's a little. Eh, you should stand up here. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I'm wrong, but. And that was a little soft of the Browns to just kind of let that go. Like, come mm-hmm. on, man, that's your fan. Front row, exactly. front row, in the know. dog pound. You're, yeah, could you, you, you couldn't you fan. just say, hey, you're banned for five games? Yeah, or something, or the season even. But like, you know, indefinitely banned. Okay, so what's the latest development, Stan? So Cleveland scene posted an article yesterday. Um, apparently, the Browns thought that they had located this fan. <laughs> Um, and they, they, uh, their, their vice president of ticket sales and whatever marketing or whatever, um, called him and said, you're banned from the stadium indefinitely. And the guy that he called was like, um, I haven't been to a Browns game in 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) 
I was like, that's <laughs> oh, not me. Wow. And supposedly, like, they said that they, like, identified him by, uh, like, matching his tattoos. Like, oh, that's a great, yeah, what is this, the, and, like, the apparently, Tiddlywinks apparently, detective apparently, agency? Apparently, like, he had, a, he had a beard, like, a red beard or something. But the guy that they supposedly called was DJing a wedding during the game on Sunday. So there's literally no chance that that guy could have been at the game. None whatsoever. But I will give the Browns credit. I think, and this is just me, I think the Browns were trying to uh, say that they found the guy. Okay. To make this oh. go away. That's also I, I could see. I don't that. think. Yeah. I don't, th- I don't think they really wanted to. I, right, personally, right, I don't think. Right. I don't think they would have done a damn thing. Right. Unless the NFL and the NFLPA told them, "Hey, you need to investigate this, and you need to ban this fan." Yeah. I think this is totally NFL mandated. I don't think the Browns wanted to do this. That's that's why. True. That's why I think they tried to uh, call up a guy who hadn't been to a, you know hadn't bought tickets or whatever, been to a game in ten years, and just be like, "Hey, you're banned." And he'll be like, right. you know, whatever, and it would just go away if they just if they I just put a name. Saying. Yeah, and they would, even, they would even take that embarrassment over. Yeah. So yeah. Cleveland scene decided to do investigation of their own, of course, and interviewed this guy, and then and then this all snowballed because then this guy decided to go on every radio show that's of in course. town. So like, oh, they did this. I think the Browns are trying to do something, like yeah. say that they did did something and didn't actually and do it to their fans. Like, oh, we can't find them. Like or so, which which made the Browns then come out and say, uh, we actually haven't found the person who actually did this. We're doing an investigation. I think this is going to be the last you ever hear yeah. about it, and it oh, should be. It I don't think the be. Browns are going and to. I don't be. think the Browns are going to find anybody. And you know, I don't what? think they're going to. I don't think they're going to suspend anybody from going to Browns games indefinitely. Right. I don't think they're going to ban anybody. I think they tried to. Uh, do something to appease the, the NFLPA and the NFL. Be like, hey, we found the guy, but really, or we didn't really mm-hmm. find the guy. No, I, you know what else? I also we forgot. We even forgot a whole. Isn't it illegal to jump into the the stands as a player? Or the so opposing here's, stands. Here, here, here's my thing. I thought it. it was. Isn't it though, or no? No, it, I, I don't think it's illegal. But there's here, no way it's legal though to just jump in any stand of the of your. So here's uh, here's my thing on it. As as fans who buy tickets, you're not allowed to go on the field. Right. As right. an opposing player, you shouldn't be able to go into the stands. Right. So, essentially, he jumped into the stands, and he was essentially jumping into the seat that somebody paid for. Like right. that's Like, if I pay for that... Yeah, okay, it's not mine for eternity, but for the three hours on a Sunday afternoon, I paid for that seat. That's yeah. my seat. That's your So private, if you yeah. jumped into that, mm-hmm. I should be able to be able to get rid of, get you out of my seat. Right. Now, Logan Ryan didn't jump into the stands, sit down, and start no, taking right, beer right, watching yeah, the right, game. Right, 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 right. But, but still, I should that, be no, able to, like, just like, just like anybody body, else, over, just yeah. like anybody else, hey, you're well, in my seat, I have a ticket to the seat, you know, blah, 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 except the know, consequences we, of what Also, also. These entitled ass players, man. If this was in the 80s. Oh, that's what I'm saying. It would have been fun. There man. are stories about the dog pound throwing batteries at players, right? Throwing right. dog bones at players. Oh, yeah. all this stuff. It's... This guy's really gonna go on Sirius XM Radio right. and cry and whine about somebody splashing beer on him on a jersey that's already sweat soaked. That's oh, gonna get yeah. washed. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's he's acting like he's not gonna take a shower after right. the game <laughs> right, right. if he didn't get beer on his nice suit. Right, and he was all like, "Is this how you treat us?" Yes. Oh, the words I want to yes. say right now. If you jump, yeah, it you, is. If you jump into you the opposing that. stands, that's the you, least that you should. You deserve that. Right. That's why I said you know it what could else? Be so much worse. We we were saying we watch a lot of English league soccer, and well, and Italian league soccer. Oh my gosh, 
Imagine if an opposing player yeah. jumped into the vi- or as a, as a visiting player jumped into the home stands, taunted fans after a goal. It would literally start a riot. Like yeah. it would be bad. For a soft like there's there's no, there's like reasons why like yes. those players as they might like taunt the fans like they might you know raise their hand up to their ear, but they'll never go within like five feet of the even of the. They won't go near, and they know better than to do that because they know that they'll get their ass beat. You. And it's like, and and it, it just blows my mind that that these guys, some of these guys are so entitled, running around like, what do you need more attention? Like you're a football player, like you know, you guys crush the home team. Mm-hmm. Just taunt the fans, like just like put your hand to your ear or something. But like, but don't so go. So was his jumping. main argument to oh he's so like Browns who knows? was to be more. Respectful. I think some of the I think being, he was just being vindictive. I think, I think some of these guys are just like they think they're gods or something. Yeah. Like honestly, they do. They think they can get away with anything, and it's like, <laughs> dude, come on. Anyways. <laughs> um. Yeah. I just man. Don't if you're an opposing player, don't jump into like. I, see, this is my thing. Is he, he, he apparently was under the assumption that he thought it was just okay for him to jump into the opposing stands. Like they can't do anything to me. I'm a player. Like blah blah blah. Yeah. I would agree with him if the fan jumped onto the field and ran onto right. him and like or, started throwing beer or, on. Him. Or if the friend, you know, the one fan had an aluminum can. If he like whipped the can at his face or something. Oh, like he just that. he went like this with. His he literally just went like that. Which some players might actually find that funny. I hope he didn't go like that. <laughs> Whatever, Dave. A whole, whole, lot, whole other set of problems. <laughs> For those who can't see. Uh, which is funny. If you watch English League Soccer, in the background of every goal, you see fans making that motion all the time. So yep. I think the NFL just needs to not be soft, is what I think. So. Yeah, I just... Uh, man. I just... Players need to stay in... Obviously, home fans can jump into the crowd. It's their home fans, so if they score touchdowns, yeah, well, that's players, encouraged. Opposing it. players need to stay on the field, just like fans need to stay off the field. And or the NFL needs to strongly enforce when a player does that that they get kicked out of the game. Yeah. In European leagues, in soccer European leagues, they usually get yellow cards, or they can even get a red card, depending on what they did. With, With their home fans, mm-hmm. you understand what I'm saying? Like, not even just if they did that to the away fans, which no soccer player would be stupid enough to do that. But if they do it to their home fans, they can even get carded. The NFL, need, if, if, if the NFL is going to you know, make a fuss about this, then enforce it the other way around. Totally agree. Enforce it the other way. Kick, you're kicked out as soon as you do that. Totally and, I, and I can live with that. That's fine. You know, players don't throw beer on the on, – on, uh, fans don't throw beer on the players. Players don't jump in the fans' you know, private section. So. Yeah. I agree for sure. Um all right, let's uh, – if, if you want analysis on the Browns, tune into yeah. uh Deerfield Gridiron show. Um, hopefully, it, you know, who I don't know who's going to be on with me this week. It might be Steve again. might be uh, Matt from Florida, from Orlando. Uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, uh, check that out, and uh, we'll talk more Browns on there. So now to a uh, little bit of a sobering uh, topic. If uh, – you know, we're the All Things Cleveland podcast. Uh, if you're a Cleveland fan of anything Cleveland, um, you're obviously you're probably a Cavs fan. And uh, the Cavs lost one of their most valued members of their family uh, this week. Uh, Cavs played by play announcer on the TV side, Fox Sports Ohio. Fred McLeod tragically passed away of a heart attack uh, on Monday night. Um, and 
Wow. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I don't get hit that hard with deaths. Uh, unless, obviously, it's my family or somebody that I'm, like, directly, like, closely related to. But this one hit me really hard. Um, like I said, obviously, if you've listened to... If you're a Cavs fan or whatever, I'm sure you've seen all the tributes, all the videos or whatever. But I want to take back... I just want to show kind of Fred's passion for the Cavs. Um, and this is... Uh, his call of the Cavs winning the uh, NBA championship in That last line kind of it, it stuck with me, even when we won the championship in 2016, and now of course when he passed away, like that's like the most you know we we all know we all love Fred's like isms like when he calls games like whenever a Cavs player hit a three he would say the bottom or you know he would talk about Austin Carr elbowing him in the ribs during broadcasts or he would uh uh talk about. Um, you know, get that weak stuff out of here with AC whenever there was a big block or just all these different calls or whatever. But but that one was the one that sticks out to me was him saying, Cleveland, uh, celebrate and go crazy. The championship is yours. And just like the emotion in his voice because, you know, he grew up, he, I don't know if you know this, mm -hmm. but he grew up Strong in Strongsville. Here. Went to Strongsville High School. Uh, he was a lifelong Cleveland sports fan. He wasn't like this guy that that they just hired because he was a good broadcaster. He was a great broadcaster, don't get me wrong. Like, one of the best. But um, he was like he was like a Clevelander through and through. He actually, his license plate on his car read Homer because that was one of the things that people often criticize Fred being was he was too much of a Homer during broadcasts. And he's mm -hmm. like, I don't care. I, I love being from Cleveland. I right. love being a Cavs fan. And um, just for me personally, I... I wanted to be a play-by-play -play announcer growing up. Like even going through college, I that was almost my major that I picked was was journalism, sports journalism, and going into <coughs> sports media and trying. What was interesting is we have a podcast now, and I'm kind of technically doing that yeah. on a very small scale. But um, I always wanted to be a play-by-play uh, -play announcer, and interestingly enough, it was always for the Cavs. Growing up, it wasn't the Browns, it wasn't the Indians. I don't think I could call 162 baseball games in a season. <laughs> that's yeah. That's but <laughs> for the Cavs, like it was, it was, it was crazy. And I, I don't know. I know Jordan, you're not really a Cavs fan. You're not from Cleveland, so. But and Jimmy, I know you're a big basketball fan. Do you have like any like memories of like Fred's like 
iconic like calls that he would do um, or any like moments that you had like just watching Cavs games? Honestly, no specific moments. I know you mentioned like his famous lines, the bottom or yeah, whatever it may be. But I don't. I just have a lot of memories of turning on Cavs games, and whether it be I'm watching it or just being background noise. But I always heard his voice, him yeah. and Austin Carr. It's something that stuck with me for years, and especially him being from Strongsville. Right. It just puts things to perspective. He was just another kid right. from <laughs> the, the suburbs. Yeah. Who pursued a dream and became successful with it. Yeah. Um, it's sad and it's humbling that, you know, that can just happen to anybody. I don't have a specific memory, but uh, I wish his family the best. wish them all the blessings, but um, yeah, it's absolutely. sad. Yeah, I, um, uh, you know, there, there's the, the biggest thing for me, which is mainly, which, which showed to me how much a fan he was of just the Cavs. And, you know, we've heard, like, all the... All, like I said, all the tributes, stuff from his colleagues and everything. Just talking about how much of, how much of a hard worker he was, um, how timeless he was in his work preparing for each broadcast. To me, what stuck out most was he during his broadcast, he was the same guy when the Cavs had LeBron and were championship contenders. You could hear it in his voice every single broadcast. He was the same guy when they were losing to, when they were setting an NBA record for losing 26 games in a row. Like, even last year, the Cavs won, like, 19 games or whatever, and he was just as excited every time they won as when, you know, LeBron was running right down Euclid and throwing the hammer down or whatever. Um, so that that's the thing that, that sticks out with me um, the most. And then, obviously, that iconic Game 7 call and, you know, something that no, no Cleveland fan will ever forget is celebrating that championship. So, uh, rest in peace, Fred. Um, prayer thoughts, prayers to your family, your wife Beth, who's uh, um, works in the weather at Fox Eight. Oh, yeah. Huh. So, um, you know, thoughts and prayers to your whole family and, and the Cavs organization and the Cavs family for sure. What what I, and I don't mean to really get into this now, but it's going to be really interesting to see who does Cavs games next year. Like on yeah. the TV size and announcer, you're going to for sure. Yeah, I do wonder. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. You have big shoes to fill uh, with Fred. So that uh, that's what I wanted to talk about there. So um, let's uh, let's get into what's happening this week. This is kind of something that Jordan and I saw last night. Um, Jordan, if you want to you want to talk about a little bit, yeah, I can absolutely. too. Uh, some big things going on with with our friends at uh, Saucy Brewworks. Saucy Brewworks is uh, planning to expand. Uh, they presented their plan to the Independence um, Planning Commission. So nothing's 100% official yet, but if they are given the okay, it sounds like it's pretty much a given that they'll do it. Uh, They're looking to move their corporate offices and their main production to this area. Uh, And they would also, of course, host a brew pub there. So it would also double as another, you know, brewery. Mm -hmm. Um, And and, uh, uh, what's the word, brew pub with food. Yep. Uh, the hope is to build it next to the Embassy Suites Hotel and in between, well, I should rephrase that, in between the Embassy Suites Hotel, which is already there, and the future top, uh, top golf facility, which is coming soon. Yep. So, my word, talk about an amazing location. I mean, it's no surprise that golfers and, and, and craft beer people 
tend to be the same type of people a lot of times. Right. But even, you know, just scratch that. There's going to be a lot of people that go to Top Golf or stay at the embassy right. who are just going to be like, oh, that's a cool looking place to go check out for, sure. for uh, food and beer. Uh, especially if you know what it is and it's pre, if you're even remotely into the craft beer scene in Cleveland, you know what Saucy is. Um, they recently expanded to the Cavs Arena. And I believe they're distributing in North Carolina, yep. or that's what it was, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I, I think I think a big part of this, and I don't know if you mentioned it, um, was Saucy is feeling a little bit constrained in Ohio City. Yep, they um, even said that. So there's this there's this big apartment complex going up right next to uh, their brew pub in Ohio City, and um, they're looking to expand their brewing capacity. Mm-hmm. So I think. I, I think they're still going to. They're, they're still going. Obviously, they have all their equipment at Ohio City, and they yeah. have all that space right. uh, to brew. But I think I, because of their distri- distribution plan in North Carolina, they're also opening up. I think just a brew pub in Columbus. Um, mm-hmm. What what they want to do in Independence what is is have a brew pub, but also have uh, more more of a brewing facility there. Yeah. And they specifically mentioned in the article, which is from Cleveland.com, which we'll post, um, of course. And they specifically mentioned that they're, they're as of like next year, based on how much they want to expand with their uh, yeah. with their production, they're going to be at max capacity. Right. So yeah, and I guess this is going to be about seventeen million dollars. Two million of that would be just the land alone. Right. And it would be cool. You, you have another top-tier brewery in the, in the deeper suburbs of Cleveland. Yeah. So I think, I think maybe what they wanted to do, but they couldn't because of where they are, and there's no real uh, availability where they are in Ohio City. Um, like, Great Lakes has the brew pub, and then they have a brewing facility mm-hmm. right next door. Right. Market Garden has their brew pub. And then they just built a couple years ago a brewing yeah, facility behind it. Uh, yeah. Behind it. Yeah. So I think that's more like what Saucy's looking for is yeah. just an ability it, to brew more, it, to be able to distribute. It sounds like grow. a smaller scale, maybe smaller scale, of what Fatheads just did. Yeah. It, well, seventeen million. Yeah, definitely be. Yeah. I, I I don't know this for sure, but I think the Fatheads facility in uh, Middlebrook Heights was more along the lines of like 50 million yeah well it's also they have admitted it's too much space for them but they're right goal they only is use to, about half of that building. their goal they, is to rent, rent it, it out yeah. exactly yeah. yeah but um so yeah i i mean this is exciting news uh, it's always exciting when you hear a local business really take off um and also another fun this is happening very soon so you know, on, you know this, this saturday this, yeah this is we have to wait for this but this saturday they will also be now offering brunch. Yep. So they have a little brunch menu, and of course, dummy me didn't have it saved and pulled up. But let <laughs> I, me let me check that I got real it. quick. I got it right here. You got it. All right. Yeah, yeah. So they're uh, they're going to be unveiling a brunch menu. Champ is hyped. They're gonna, sorry about that. Super hyped about this. Yeah, they're gonna, yeah. He loves that. He loves brunch. Champ loves brunch. So. Yeah, you pumped up about it? <laughs> yeah, I know. All right, stay over here. That goober. Um, so, just uh, just real quick on their menu. So, they're going to be offering cauliflower grits, ham, bacon, and cheddar a pizza, uh, a big three plate, which is eggs, potatoes, and bacon. Oh, pick three plate. Pick three. Oh, my yeah. bad. And then uh, frittata 
uh, pizza, which looks like it's got like avocado and yeah, kind of all cool kind of stuff. Bouncing on off it. that avocado toast trend. Yeah, but so. the, it looks like uh, just by judging by the pictures, it looks like they're going to be offering Bloody Marys, I think. Mm-hmm. And then what? Whatever well, beer mosas so are. I actually do not know what it is. I tried them in Milwaukee. So oh. beer mosas are exactly what you think it is. It is um, instead of a mimosa, which is champagne and orange juice. It's just beer and orange juice. So it's oh. actually a more mi- no. It's actually it's actually a more mild version of a mimosa. Have you tried it before? Yeah, I like them. it. They're good. I personally really like champagne, so if I'm going to do this, I'd rather just do champagne. Mm -hmm. But if you don't want to feel that hard buzz first thing in the morning, or if you don't want to get anything close to drunk, then a beer mosa is your option. It's so much more mild. And it, you know, it tastes like beer. It tastes a lot more like beer. What kind of beer do you use, though? Uh, So the one that we, that I had was a type of pale ale, I think. Okay. It was either that or some sort of wheat beer i can't remember honestly or i'm sorry a pilsner it was a pilsner or a pale ale maybe both i don't remember because i think there was a couple options um it's from a brewery called the spotted cow and it's from wisconsin beer mosa what was the first time you had one uh, i had it in um i'm sorry the brewery wow i'm an idiot the brewery <laughs> is called new glaris brewing okay their beer is called spotted cow spotted cow is a farmhouse ale so it's fun fruity and satisfying that's how they d- describe it and that's what they used as the base for the beer mosa and i'm sorry what was what was your other question oh just the first time you've had it uh it was last it when i went to milwaukee this year okay yeah that's when i first had it so that's what a beer mosa is but i it also says they're gonna have breakfast cocktails which i assume would be oh. mimosas and yeah. um and uh bloody, bloody mary's. mary's yeah so fun cool. fact i had uh, my first nitro stout it's all milk stout. Which yeah, one? Which from, one? Um, Left hand? No, what was uh, Masthead? Founders? Oh, Masthead. Oh, okay, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Phenomenal. Coffee, coffee stout, right? So good, yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. Yeah, really good. Uh, Left hand milk stout is another good one. Left That's hand? probably the best. Is that Cleveland? No, no. Colorado. Colorado. That is but probably. But it's very good. Left hand milk stout is 100% probably the best dark beer you'll yeah, ever really? have in your life. Yeah. I think really I saw it. Is, is it really like kind good. of available everywhere? Yeah. Oh yeah. You can go to like Giant Eagle right now and get it. I think I've seen to. it. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Uh, all right. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Saucy for. I, I think. What I think is interesting. I think Saucy is. They made it a point. I, I in the article to talk about the fact that they're going to be a. There's going to be not only the brewery but the restaurant. And I think they've they've gotten such good feedback on their food that I think they're also not only going to focus on the beer aspect, but I think they're going to focus on the restaurant aspect of, uh, of their brewery. So I think that's interesting because a lot of times you see breweries now, um, they don't even have food. Like Platform doesn't have food. They have like a little stand at the front that they allow people to, uh, to come in at. But um, like if you look at other smaller breweries in Cleveland, Bottle House, they don't have any food. Right. Um, a lot of like uh, Bookhouse has no food. Uh, they, they'll they'll partner with people like to bring food trucks and stuff, but right. They don't but have, a lot like, of them a don't kitchen have or food, anything. Right. But Saucy's actually putting it. Well, they they've kind of made it their DNA that sure. they're as much a, almost as much a pizza place sure. as they are like mm-hmm. a beer place. Sure. Yeah. You guys Absolutely. see they put us in their story like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they do yeah. that actually a lot. Mark yeah, Garden already. Awesome. Mark Garden also does that. Did they? they? Yeah, they did already. They cool. liked they liked my. Uh, hey. Um, but yeah, anyway, so, uh, 
That's what's going on at Saucy this week. Or, yeah, this week. Well, we don't know when the Independence location will, will open up, but they have brunch this Saturday, so that'll be interesting. Uh, all right, moving right along here. Uh, real quick, I just kind of wanted to go through uh, my first Culver's experience. Ooh, solid place. Where did Culver's originate? Wisconsin. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you said you've never been there. I'd uh-huh. never been there except uh, uh, up until like two days ago. Um, it, so it's it's a burger and a frozen custard place. Okay. I always thought it was just a frozen custard place. Like you think of the word like. I don't know why, but I just think Culver's. It sounds like like an ice cream like type place. Well, they are also very famous for right. their yeah, their which is very good. I got the I got the really like small like sampler one, whatever. I wouldn't say it's as good as like East Coast, but that's that's See, more I, my, that's more my Cleveland. As bias. someone who has suffered from lactose intolerance for the whole time since I discovered both places, I don't know what either tastes like. So. <laughs> they're actually they're actually quite similar. I think just my Cleveland bias is saying, yeah, like, okay, it's East probably, Coast is yeah, better. Well, um, yeah, yeah, But they're, I've now had Culver's once. It's my favorite fast food burger. Dude. Really? No, I'm not surprised. It's, it instantly goes Dude, I, no, yeah. so it's no a, joke at all, man. It is good There's one going stuff. into Strongsville. Remember Culver's? Jennifer's? Yeah. They That's knocked Jennifer's got? down. Yeah. Culver's? Well, yeah. if you want to try it now, you can go to Avon and try there's it. There's one in Avon. I don't know if I've ever had it before. Dude, Culver's is great. I don't know if one like the Kent area. They call them butter burgers. And the concept is basically Hmm. they just have a really juicy patty. So they do a really good job with the patty. But then they, like, make these, like, toasted buttery buns. And they're just so so good. Like, it's So the burger itself, you ever been to... Excuse me. I'll be yawning. Ah, Oh, they're those concrete mixers. I've heard of this place. Go ahead. You ever been to Steak and Shake? Yeah. You know how they have the... You know how they... Their burgers are called the smash burgers, mm-hmm. where they have the, like, yeah. these pellets of meat and they just smash them down. It's the same concept. Yeah. Okay. So they're they're technically smash burgers. So it's like the outside gets like a little crispy. Yeah. And then because they're basically cooked in butter, like they're really really juicy. I would uh, I would go for a double patty at least. A single is way too thin. Really? It's like yeah. It's I would like real thin. Yeah, I would do a double patty. But huh. uh, but yeah, that's that that's what sometimes though. Coming to Strongsville, yeah. it just Dude. it just knocked down Jennifer's, which yeah. is it's, controversial. It's in Strongsville, so it's uh, it's, it's, it's top tier fast food. But yeah, so r- like right across the street from Walmart in Strongsville, right by Seventy One and Pearl. Yeah, um, Culver's is going in. Um, all the cool stuff comes into Strongsville when. when yeah, I'm, what's going when I'm on with that? It's like Barrio, real cool Culver's now. now. Yeah, now Barrio's going yeah. into Strongsville. I still don't know. Come on. Hey, you have a Canes near. Hey, it's gonna be not yet in Lakewood. There's there's gonna be a Canes opening up in Lakewood in like two weeks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, I'm not the biggest fan of the crinkle cut fries. No, their fries are the as the weakest. But but, thing. but they're not they're not like no like they're if, not like bad. If it's, like if if any fries crispy, I can eat it. It's, I'll when, tell you it's what. when fries get like real soggy and potatoey. I don't like. I, it. I tell you what, I'll take their fries over steak and shake fries any day. Yes, I and I love that. steak and shake. Just their fries are, are yeah not good. Um, I will <laughs> say the 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 crinkle cut fries are their weakest link, without a doubt. Um. Yeah, that's that's great. I'm glad you tried it out. I, I used to yeah. eat a lot of Michigan, and uh, I have also enjoyed it most recently when I was in Milwaukee. So, look out! Look uh, out. Yeah. All so, right. got a yeah. couple previews. Yeah, Jordan. Uh, what's going on in the city this week? So, uh, well, not this week, but coming up. Well, this uh, actually, this, month. this actually would be this weekend. This, Let's this go. New one, this new one I have. Later on, the second one is later this week or later this month, but. 
Uh, I do have an, an event that's going down. I just want to throw this out. There's some other events that are going on. Uh, one thing that some people might be interested in is the, is the Crocker Park Wine Festival. I didn't end up posting it here because it's kind of expensive. I don't know. If, if you have money and you're good for that, it's $35 to $50 a ticket. It's at Crocker Park. It's probably a lot of fun. I just know I'm not going to be doing that. Um, and that's this weekend. Greater, uh, but this weekend, one thing that, that, okay, this isn't exactly cheaper, but for those who are into art, and I wanted to really promote this because I think this is really cool. There's something called the Greater Cleveland Urban Film Festival, September 12th through 20th at Atlas Cinemas in Shaker Square. Uh, I'm going to just read the description from the website. The Greater Cleveland Urban Film Festival is created with the artistic vision to, to present and expose the work of emerging talents and established artists who are contributing to the cinematic legacy as well as celebrating urban culture. GCUFF showcases minority films which reinforces positive images and dispel negative stereotypes. The film festival provides a forum for the work of diverse filmmakers to be viewed and discussed. In addition to its cinematic showcases, GCUFF nurtures its attendees in a variety of disciplines, offering panel discussions, workshops, and symposiums. Hmm. Uh, for more information, www.gcuff.org. Uh, this was founded in 2012, and at this point, they, are, they now feature 70, 70 plus films. Uh, it's not cheap which is a little odd to me, but I assume they're targeting more so like people who could support these kids and these people that are doing these films, which makes sense. Passes are $75 to $150 each. So this is definitely not, you know, an everything, everyone <laughs> kind of a weekend option, but if you're really into art uh, and you are blessed with, with money, it's not, I mean, it's a really cool thing, you know? So um, this is, you know, Cleveland has a big film festival that's a lot more affordable uh, but this is specifically to uh, right. highlight minority right. um, and like ethnic films so that's a cool thing I have never heard of before like the Godfather <laughs> yeah, yes the <laughs> Godfather uh, it's a cool thing that's going on this weekend that I've never heard of before so uh, another thing this is a much more you know mainstream thing that's going on it's become kind of a staple for the festivals in cleveland we've talked about it the last few weeks we should go to this well i am planning to go to it yeah. ingenuity fest 2019 i've hmm. gone the last two or three years actually and i've loved it every sure. time it's a little weird if you go you'll see what i mean yeah this is september 27th through 29 at the hamilton collaborative at 5401 hamilton avenue it's a festival where art science and technology intersect the 2019 theme is dreamscapes. So I expect a lot of weird, abstract yep. oh, for stuff. Sure. Um, don't worry. If you're not into art necessarily, I would still go because you've got tons of food trucks and there's some drinks. The drinks are going to be all local, which is cool. Masthead, Market Garden, Goldhorn Brewery, and Watershed Distillery. Gold, I still need to get to Yeah, I know. That's a place we need to go to. Yeah. 100%. Uh, I hear, I've had their beer. We've had their beer. And it's right. very good. Um, there's live music as well, open mic demonstrations, food trucks and too, art. For, yeah, yeah, food yeah. trucks, yeah, and art for sale. Uh, Friday, 6 p.m. to 1 a.m. Saturday, 1 p.m. to 1 a.m. Sunday, 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. We'll drop the link, but for more information, ingenuitycleveland.com/ingenuityfest. Drop that link. All right, check those things out. Thanks, Jordan. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Uh, all right, boys. Before we get out of here, 
Let's talk about it. What's the move this weekend? Who wants to go first? Jimmy, what's the move this Jimmy weekend, boy? Boy. Well, Athens, Ohio, gentlemen. Come on now. Uh, I went there like about a month ago, and let me go there one more time for Frequent my flyer miles, man. busy, hectic schedule <laughs> comes about. So yeah, um, have we yeah. talked about that yet? By what? the way, your your new venture. Yeah, have yeah. we? Oh yeah. yeah, Destination Cleveland. Yeah, Jimmy's going to be working at Destination Cleveland. So social media marketing. Follow Dude, them on social media. Dude, you know what we can Isn't do? It at this is Cle. You know what we can do sometime. Yeah. We can both scoot, scoot on those scooters and meet halfway. Dude, let's go eat lunch yeah. sometime. I could do that if I, like I scoot. Tuesday, Thursday. I could do that if I You're scoot. You're right downtown. You yeah. show me his office. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for I sure. could scoot, but I couldn't uh, walk there. That'd be way no. too long of a walk. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Walking, uh, walking from your offices to East Fourth like Street. That would be insane. Minute, Twenty minutes, maybe. We'll yeah. It. yeah. 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 We'll sure. figure it out. We'll figure something. Athens. Why discuss when you can scoot, scoot? I love that so much. Oh, Dan, what are your plans? Uh, well, I know we talked about possibly going to working class uh, brewery tomorrow. That's so happening. that's that's yeah. the uh, that's the plan for tomorrow. So looking forward to that. Shout out to the folks at Working Class. Um, Great brewery. Yeah. Do they sell their beer at all? I have seen like one. I think I saw a can once at like a, you know some yeah. local store. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder for if sure. you can buy beer there. I wonder if they can. Their beer. You, you can there. take like growlers and stuff right, like yeah, that. I mean, we, yeah, we should feature them for beer oh, of the week. Oh, hundred percent. But anyway, that's where we're gonna be hanging out uh, tomorrow night. If you're around West Park area, Lakewood area, stop by, hang out with us. Um, Saturday, I don't know. I I don't yeah. know what's going on. I'll probably during the day uh, watch the Buckeyes, um, college football during the day, whatever. I think I have something going on in the afternoon, family-wise or something, but I don't know. And then Sunday, the Browns aren't playing, so I'll probably still watch football on Sunday, but mm-hmm. just church and relaxing on Sunday. For sure. What about you, Jordan? Uh, <laughs> Jordan Alvarez. That's my new name. Um, uh, same thing for you tomorrow. For tomorrow, I have to shop for El Jordo. <laughs> I have to shop for my niece's party tomorrow real quick after work uh shout out niece shout out willow after that uh we'll probably be at working class uh saturday is scoot scoot time in the morning with my sister her friend and Teresa. and then after that we're all going to my niece's birthday party so uh the evening i have no official plans yet i will (laughs) i will definitely be watching the texan the longhorns game Saturday night, and probably if I can, I'll watch the Texans game on uh, Sunday afternoon after church. So, and maybe if uh, Texas wins, you'll have oh, a little bit of the bubbly. (laughs) Yeah, because that that was a harsh loss on Monday, but a good game. Oh, you're talking about the Texans? Well, both. Oh, Longhorns play Saturday. They both both had had bad losses. Well, tough losses. Uh, Yeah. Tottenham's back this weekend. That's right. That's right. Who do they play? Fortunately, I'll be scooting around when they play. Uh, they play Crystal Palace. You're going to scoot, scoot while Tottenham's playing? I mean, I already made these plans. I can't really change it. Wow, I'm the shot. He made plans around during I mean, the Tottenham I'm game. sure that I'll pick a brunch spot that will be televising the game. So, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, you're just going to Athens, that's all. 
wherever uh, that road takes me. Yeah, <laughs> not sure what to again. expect. You end up in the just, asylum. Just hoping for the best. He just to make it out alive, baby. Asylum. All right, so that's going to do it for us here tonight on LOTL. We appreciate you guys hanging in with us. It's a long episode, but we had a lot to get to. Um, It was good. I feel good about it. Did some good stuff. We got some stuff covered. Um, So we appreciate you guys checking in, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud. Um, Thanks for listening. Give us a like. Give us a follow, rating, review, all that good stuff. Follow us on social media at the LOTL Podcast. Uh, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, Jordan will be posting some Scoot Scoot videos uh, this weekend. And, uh, you know, we'll see We'll see what else uh, we get into uh, as the days go by. So, uh, appreciate you listening again. Uh, and for Jordan and Jimmy, I'm Dan. You've been listening to Living Off the Land, Episode 74. And we will catch you guys next week. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Peace. <laughs>